Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C., Oh boy, did you guys miss me last week? Were you like wondering like what's going on with Ernie? Is everything okay? Is uh has he lost his damn mind? And I was close. Honestly, I was very very close. Um I I mean, I just want to apologize for not putting an episode la- out last week because I had the notes all ready to go. I was still writing the high from the week before. I had a great week leading up to last Sunday. Like, everything was going so well. I was, like, as happy as can be. And everything was, I don't know, just a, it was like a, it was like an unreal week. Because, like, everything was going so damn well. Well, then come Sunday, I have my son. And everything is going good. And then we get to my parents' house because... Uh, one of my family members, she finally got out of transitional care for her COVID diagnosis. She also was fighting pneumonia, by the way. Um, but she survived. She survived and is healthy now. And I'm happy as I'm happier than ever that she made it out and is living her life again without having to deal with that bullshit. But anyway, we get there, and my son's acting like his playful self. And then he has by far the worst meltdown I have ever experienced as his father. And, like, it drained me to no end. Like, my whole family saw that I was extremely overwhelmed. I was just ready to just get him back to his mom last Sunday. And I just I just couldn't do it. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go into... To, I'm not going to go in depth on it, but it was just extremely overwhelming. I was so mentally, emotionally, physically exhausted, and I just couldn't do it. Like, even with my notes, I would have been like, you would have heard something in my voice. I would have just been like, you would have you would have heard, like, the defeat in my voice. And it wasn't going to be a good episode because all I would have thought about was just that one day. Even though I was like, like I said, I was still riding the high from doing the open mic all week. Still kind of am, but like it's obviously, it's uh, dwindled a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was having a great week otherwise. But that day just really, really drained me. And thank God that was... I don't know if it was, like, some sort of, like, rough transition in, in, into, like, the next stage of his life. But since that day, like, he has been an absolute angel. Like, the days that I've had him throughout the week this week and today and last night, he was as happy as can be. Just 
playing, wanting to play with me, wanting to wrestle with me, doing his normal shenanigans, uh, playing with me in his room, playing with the toys, you know, just the typical five-year-old stuff where, you know, there's they should have nothing to worry about. But yeah, he also recently, I think, I don't know if this was an effect, but he started taking medications because I don't know if I brought this up on the last episode or maybe I was going to bring it up on the last episode or the episode that I was going to release last week. But he was officially diagnosed, I think officially diagnosed with ODD, which is Oppositional Defiance Disorder. It's like they thrive on doing the complete opposite of whatever is commanded from them. It's annoying, but I think he's taken some sort of ADHD medicine for it, and I'm not thrilled about it, but if it means getting him on the right path, I, I can't, I can't, since I'm such a, like a, I don't even know how to word this, but it almost seems like the way I come across with the whole COVID bullshit, that it seems like I'm just so against the grain when it comes to any medical advice. And that's not the truth. Like I actually, like, I, I like to believe doctors and medical staff like to do what's best for any patient, myself, my family, my son included. Um, but then there's like a cynical side of me where it's just like these assholes also want to pocket so much money into the pharmaceutical business. I don't know. <laughs> there, there I go again with my cynicism. But it's just like, can we can we just do something else other than put a fucking five year old kid on med- medications? Like he's too young to be starting this shit. But I I don't know. Last Sunday I think maybe that was just a a rare reaction to the meds, or like I said, maybe it was just a rough transition into like the next stage of his life. I don't know. I don't. All I know is I never ever want to experience that day ever again. Because, like I said, like even my my stepmom had to reach out to my ex wife after all that that chaos, and I, I mean I don't like anybody fighting my battles for me, uh, but I appreciate what she was trying to do. It's just like why do you have to why do you have to let her know? Like all I all I text my ex wife was like, hey, worst meltdown ever. That's it. I don't ever ask my ex wife for help. I never like I just want to let her know like hey this is a possibility that like he's going to come to you with like the same thing uh but that being said it's all said and done like i'm hoping i never have to experience that again uh but i am sorry for missing last week i was really really like stoked on getting last week's episode out because i was like so joyful all throughout the week two weeks ago the week after the whole open mic experience and then letting that episode out about how I actually did it because, like, you guys know, I even said on the last episode that my whole goal about this podcast was to get some get some sort of confidence built in me where I can actually make it to a stage and do stand-up, and I actually did it. And then, yeah, right in the high of the week after, it's just like having my friends, my family all sit there like, hell yeah, man, like, good for you, like, yeah, the one person I was not expecting to like a holy shit from was my dad because like I'm not gonna sit there and come down on his parenting, but 
I felt like any sort of desires I had, like I like I said to Terry on that one episode, where it's like it's just childhood dreams, like or kid fan child fantasies when it comes to like wanting to be a rock star, wanting to be a wrestler, wanting to be a stand up. Like but anytime I wanted to be like a musician or a wrestler, my dad would always shoot that down. And He'd always just be like, yeah, you know, you had to do so much to, you know, get there. So, like, it almost like he would implant in my head, like, don't even try. Like, it's not worth it. Because, I don't know if it was just him thinking, like, hey, you're going to fail at this. So, why bother just go work a 9 to 5 like anybody else and just make a living that way? Well, I told him the night, I didn't, I don't think I told this on the last episode, but... I told him the night I was doing the stand-up, like, and he was, like, stunned. He was like, wait, what? Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm actually going to go do an open mic tonight, and I've never done stand-up. I think I can do it. I think I'm I'm going to give it a shot. And he kind of gave me, like, the, oh, okay, well, that's, that's awesome, man. Like, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Like, if you want to do it, go do it. I was just, I was like, what? Like, you're telling me this now? Like, you should have told me this when I was, like, 16, when I was having those childhood fantasies. Um, but no, like, like I got a, got props for props from him, props from my uncle, props from, my like, my entire family. Coming into work the following week, everybody's like, hell yeah, you did it, man. Like, they were, everybody was so stoked for me. And, I, I mean... It, it it gives me it gives me a good feeling like I I can keep doing this I'm still gonna keep trying to find open mics I I tried to reach out to a bar in Salem because I hear that they do open mics every Tuesday and I'm just like I'm gonna go try that try out this place and do the same old routine I'm gonna try to do this routine for a while and I, I, it's funny because anytime I do it like anytime I, I'm getting in my head again thinking like man like you've already done these jokes before like you should probably think about something new and it's like well no i've then i then the other half of me is like just saying like dude you've only did it on, you've only done it on a stage once like imagine the other comedians that have to tour the world or tour the country for a year or two with the same routine so they immediately think that their jokes are like rusty and shit like that but in reality people are only seeing it like once or twice maybe and other than maybe the venue like i don't know if i pick at the same old venue it might it might get a little old to them but then again it's this venue that i'm going to right now is only once a month so when i come back in january i mean maybe they don't remember me mu- remember much from what i did the night that night but I'm going to I'm going to do the same old routine. Uh I might change up a few things, a few cadences, a few I'm going to add in the, a few jokes that I, I told you guys about what I said to Alicia and she she actually did respond after I let out that episode saying like, "Yeah, those are great jokes, man. Like put them in because it's topical and you know, it's just like a a jab on on a certain actor and myself, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really, really excited to get back on a stage again. And like, I'm not so nervous about people wanting to come see me. If you guys ever want to come see me, uh, I'll let you know because I have to get the official okay from the, 
the booker, the guy that books the shows. But hit up uh, pnwcomedy.com and look at the tickets. They do a once a month, what's it called, Willamette Valley Comedy Club? Like, just go to the tickets and it'll say, like, first Friday, Willamette Valley Comedy Club. If you guys want to come see me, I'll probably be there. Um, But I'll let you guys know leading up to the next one, if I'm official, if I'm going to officially do it. Um, Let's see here. What else did I want to get into this week? Um, Oh, yeah. Well... This is something I was going to talk about on the the episode I was going to release last week, but I met somebody. Um, it's nothing official, guys. It's just we've been hanging out. We've hung out only a couple times. And something really fucking cool came of this. I mean, it's nothing, like I said, nothing serious. We've just been hanging out. Went to her house in Willamina. Uh, but just for a night of just drinking wine shooting the shit and uh watching movies and whatever um but something really fucking cool came of this because uh weeks before i was like thinking back like to old friends like people that i miss and i think i referred to this guy once on the podcast it was on, I think, the Drunken Stories episode. Yeah, because I remember I was telling the story about having a party at his house and having some Asian guy using my ass as a pillow and waking up to that. Oh, boy. That was a rough night. But I was thinking about the my friend who was hosting that party, and I was like, man, I haven't seen that guy in a fucking decade. Like, it's since before I got married. And... I was like, man, I miss that guy. I wish I could find him. I wish I knew where he was. I I don't know. Like, it was weird. And then this girl, who I just met not too long ago, um, she reached out to me. And on one of the apps, you know, those those uh, notorious apps. And I, and I got to know her on there. I was like, oh, you know, nice to meet you, blah, 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 um, All the, you know, intro stuff. And I looked at her profile and I saw that she was from the same hometown as him. And it's a house or it's a hometown or it's a hometown. It's a town in North central Oregon by like hood river. It's a, it's a small, apparently a buttfuck town called Doofer. And I remember my friend, Andy, the guy that I was talking, just talking about, like I knew that that was his hometown and I, I was like, oh, shit, like, they shared the same hometown, and she's around our age. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, this is maybe a long shot, like, I don't know, she knows him. So I asked her, I was like, hey, do you know Andy? And I'm not going to say his last name on here, but she was like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't talked to him in forever, and I was like, do you know if he's like on Facebook or on Instagram? Like, I mean, I don't have Facebook still, guys. But she ended up finding him on Facebook, and she reached out to him. And I just told her, I was like, you should tell her, tell him that like one of his best friends from a long time ago is looking for him. And he responded, and turns out he's in Kennewick, Washington. 
now, which sucks because I was like, man, that's such a long ass drive. It's like a four or five hour drive, but I would love to see that guy. And he ended up giving her his number to give to me. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like we, we ended up catching up. Like I texted him. I was like, dude, what's going on? How have you been? Uh, all that jazz. And it was just like, oh, wow, this is so fucking cool. I can't believe like, like somehow the stars aligned where I was like thinking of my friend and somehow like it just uh, God saying like, okay, well I'm going to bring your friend back to you, man. <laughs> I mean, the stories I have with that guy, I would love to have a podcast with him, but like I, it's, it's so weird though, because he is a veteran from, he, he was, he did, I think several tours in Iraq and maybe Afghanistan when all that shit was going down and like, I don't know because he was such a lively dude back in the day, such a lively dude. Like he had, he had me always like on the fucking floor laughing. His jokes were hilarious. His demeanor was hilarious. Like everything about the guy was so fucking funny. And he was like the ultimate ladies man. Like the guy, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The guy's a handsome dude. So I was like, it'd be nice to have like a fucking, like a handsome dude in my crew. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's probably going to steal all the girls that I'm going after, but whatever. Like, uh, at least he'll actually kind of get me to the girls. Um, but it was funny when we were texting, it's just like, you can tell the personality change. And I don't know if it was from like a, if it's a PTSD thing, I don't know. And I mean, that does worry me a bit, but like, it's just like, wow, like he, he seems so tame now. And cause like the guy I knew before I got married, even when he came back from Iraq, like was still like a lively dude making jokes. And I don't know. I was just like, but I could regardless, like I am thrilled that we're talking again. I, I like, I cannot wait for the day that he either comes back to Salem or by miracle, I make a trip up there just to hang out with the dude. I just can't wait to hang out with him. And totally flashback to like all the times we went to bars uh, on dollar beer night and fucking smoking cigars, having parties at his house, uh, the St. Patrick's Day party, going golfing uh, to cure a hangover. Uh, all the concerts we went to because he was a metalhead too. And he loved like going, we went to like warp tour together. We went to sounds of the underground together. We went, there was a funny story and I, I'm going to actually share it on here right now where we went to a God forbid concert. I'll never forget this. Such a great show. It was actually at the Roseland theater, but I'm in the downstairs part of the Roseland theater because they have like a little club setting down there. And we were just, I was just chilling in the front watching the bands because I was so stoked. That's how I was back then. I had to be in the front at every metal show. And we were just chilling in the front watching opening bands. And he was like, I'm going to go grab some food. I'm like, cool. And he comes back with these like really delicious looking cheese fries. And like he's sharing with me. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. And mid song like this bassist comes up to us like he's just like rocking right in front of us and he gives Andy like a look like and he's like sticking his tongue out like he's like 
looking at the fries like, damn, those look delicious. And Andy being Andy just does not care. He puts the fries in the guy's face like, hey, you want one? <laughs> mid mid song. And the bassist is just like, uh, I can't. I'm playing right now, man. Like, thanks, though. It was just, I don't know. It's It's funny to me, but like you guys will just have to use your imaginations to really like appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, besides all that, it's been cool to hang out with this person. I don't know if anything's going to come of it. It seems like it's more of a friends thing. I don't care. Like, I, like, I don't know, like since becoming single again, my, my whole outlook has changed now. Like, it's not a shot at my ex-girlfriend or anything, but the last few months, even when we were together, I felt very alone. And maybe just that whole uh, outlook, my whole outlook on relationships has kind of changed. Where it's just like, I don't give a fuck if I'm alone anymore. Like, I, I feared it for the longest time. Alicia will tell you straight up, I'm a relationship guy. And yeah, that's probably true. But... I don't fucking care anymore. Like I, I like as much as I'd love to have a girlfriend, it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting more accustomed to being alone and I don't know if that's healthy, but like, I don't know. Just like, I, I think I'm just done chasing now. Like if, if people want to hang out with me, they can call me, they can text me, they can hit me up on these dumb fucking apps. Um, and that's fine. I just, I, I, I'm getting old and it's like, why make an effort anymore? <laughs> if it's, especially if like, I don't know, the last couple of relationships I've had, it just seems like, uh, no matter the efforts, like the outcome's always the same. And I don't know. It's stupid to think like that. Maybe it's just my cynicism getting to me again. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so far, I mean, I've, we've just hung out a couple times, and it, it, like I will say, I'm not a wine guy, but the girl got me into some wine that night, or the nights that we hung out, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Like I'm not, I'm not a wine guy at all. But she works at a vineyard, and she, God, the last time we hung out, she revealed to me how many bottles of wine she has just in her house, and I was just like holy shit and like it would take it would take me like five lifetimes to to drink all that she had it like just in her house i think had like over 400 bottles of wine and i was like good lord like it must be nice to live in a or live that lifestyle and like she she works at a vineyard and i don't know i was like damn like <laughs> this girl's a baller too like i went to her house and i was like Good thing she didn't come to my apartment because, like, talk about a polar opposites. Like, she's living in a really nice fucking house, and I am just in not a slummy apartment. I'm not going to put my apartment complex down. It's actually a nice nice apartment for what I pay. Uh, but, yeah, and it's been cool hanging out with her. I don't know if we're going to hang out again. I've, we've talked here and there. We've texted. I don't know. She just seems like a friend thing, but... Who knows? Maybe that's just the way she rolls. Um, but other than that, we have, well, 
holy shit, like, I, I don't even know where I was, what we have, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, that's right, that's what I was going to say, like, at work, oh god, thank god, because I think I told you guys about this, but we got raises at work, fairly nice raises, uh, some better than others, but thank god for those fucking raises, right, because I was able to get my son some actually nice things for Christmas, and I cannot fucking wait for Christmas next week. Um, or this week, holy shit, it is Sunday, yeah, this coming Saturday, oh my god, oh my god, um, it was so amazing, like, when, when I got my paycheck, I was like, oh, thank god, I can pay my bills, and then get my kid presents, like, oh my god, thank you, Jesus, for real, thank you, Jesus, thank you, God, like, it just, it meant, it, it felt so good, and, uh, I mean, uh, it'll be nice to see what happens in the coming weeks after, though, because, like, I'll be able to pay my rent comfortably, like, I, I've been able to pay my rent comfortably, it's just, it'll be nice to have a little bit more extra breathing room, you know what I'm saying, and, oh, you know what I'm saying, um, but, and pay bills and have breathing room, it's, it'll be nice, um, but what else happened at week or at work? Oh my God. I can't like Jesus, Ernie, you, you were going so good for 25 minutes about stand up about your apologies. And then it's like, you're, I don't know. Now you're, now you're stumbling. Uh, <laughs> oh God. It's just been a, it's been a better, it's been better weeks at work, I don't know, it's been good, it was good the week before, this past week was a little rough, just because I'm worried about a co-worker, and like, I always worry about her, she's like the biggest sweetheart, and I don't know, I'm not gonna get into her problems, I mean, she barely even tells me her problems, and it's just, I definitely, like, it's some days when she, you can tell she's in a mood, you just want to give her a hug, and so, that, I mean, that's a little bit, bit of a bummer this week. Um, but other than that, like, I'm not going to say who, but uh, one of my coworkers and I had the funniest conversations about pronouns, about how, like, it we should be offended. And I, I think he, he was, oh, I'm not going to, he or she, that's what I was like, he or she, um, should we should totally be offended that people don't know our pronouns like and i agreed with him or her (laughs) uh but or they um it's like yeah like if you look like a fucking i don't know never i'm not gonna get too hard on this but it's like the whole pronouns thing is so fucking retarded it's unbelievable that people like if you look like a woman to me and you're feminine and all that stuff, you present yourself as such, you're a fucking she. And if I, if you're a manly or a fatty like me, <laughs> a manly guy like me, I don't know, fatty, fatty, manly, um, yeah, you're a fucking he. I don't know. And he was right, he was, or he or she was right. <laughs> I'm fucking this up so bad. <laughs> Uh, but, um, 
but yeah, it's like we should we should be the ones that are offended if you don't know our pronouns. We're not gonna sit there and ask you to cater to our pronouns like these fucking other retards. But if you could call me she, you can call me he, you can call me they, you can call me Z Zimzer, fuck, and I don't know, like you can call me all that shit. And guess what? I'll still sleep at night. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like, I don't care. Uh, the fact that people care so much about that stuff is beyond me. <sighs> it, it's frustrating, guys. It's a frustrating world out there. And but that, I just that was the, like the hot topic that my coworker and I were talking about this week, and he or she was right. Like we should we should be the ones that are offended if you don't know what our pronouns are. Um, but yeah, that was just a really, really funny fucking conversation I had this week at work. Um, uh, yeah, I'll talk about this. Why not? I have my notes here. I want to give a shout out to Chris and Angel, you know, Chris, uh, he used to work in EVS short, long hair, or always wears it on a ponytail. Um, Really nice dude, and he works in the lab now. I want to give a shout-out to him, because he introduced me to a band called Bad Omens. Bad Omens? Bad Omens? Whatever the fuck. Um, and, that like, the songs that I did hear, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is incredible. Because I swore I heard this band before, and I wasn't impressed with what I heard at the time. Maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset. I don't know. But, like, Chris, one time, uh, last week, the the week before, when it, this was going to be on last week's episode, um, he pulled out a piece of paper and he's like, dude, you need to check out the, these songs from Bad Omens. And one's called Artificial Suicide and the other one's called Dethrone. And... I was like, okay, man, I know what you're into. Like, I've heard some of the songs that you've showed me, and they're just meh. And I swear I've heard Bad Omens, but I'll give this a shot. And luckily, after I, he gave me that piece of paper, I had just got finished with a couple of podcasts that I listened to throughout the week. And I decided to check him out, and I couldn't stop listening to him. Just those two songs were, like, on repeat for, like, the remainder of my day. And... Shout out to Chris. Like, it made me want to check out more Bad Omens. And, I don't know. Just big, like, I, yeah, that that was those were impressive songs, dude. And I'm definitely going to check them out more. Now, this is where I'm going to throw you guys off. I have a hip-hop anthem now. And I've, like, I found this song when I was playing Madden. A couple weeks ago. And it was before I even started a game. But you know how they have music in the menu. And the song popped up. And I was like. This actually sounds really good. Like and it's a hip hop song. You can tell his voice is on auto tune even. And. But I was like. Damn like this is impressive. Like the lyrics are good. And it kind of relatable to me. Especially this one part. Um. Uh, 
but it's a song called Magic from Lil Skies or Lil Skies. I don't know what the hell he goes by. I don't know what these rappers. Skies wouldn't surprise me, but it's spelled S-K-I-E-S. Um, so I'm going to say Lil Skies. And it's, the song's called Magic. The chorus, there's one part where he talks about his son. And I was like, man, like, uh, and it's just, just two lines. Tell my son I love him for him. I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen for I sounded really white saying that. Tell my son I love him for him. I'm going to make it happen. That's what it is. (laughs) But I was like, damn, like that, that, that hits home for me for sure. So I was like, I've been blasting that song even the last couple of weeks i ended up finding it i didn't know what it was called i had to google like some of the lyrics and that immediately popped up and i was like yes okay i found it um but such a great song uh yeah <laughs> um okay before we get into angel's corner of course we have to get into a little sports your guys's favorite topic so the Ducks head coach, Mario Cristobal, decided to bail on the Ducks. He fucking hightailed it to Miami, where apparently he's from. So I can't say I completely blame the guy for doing that, but still, he was getting Oregon on a really good track. Like, you can tell he like Oregon was finding their groove with him after, who left? Mark Helfrich? Yeah, Mark Helfrich. Um... <clears throat> But it sucked, of course. And so when I found out those that news, I, especially after losing to Utah again, getting absolutely crushed twice by those fucking Mormons. <laughs> um, but no, Mario Cristobal decided to leave Oregon. And I tried to... Uh, I mean, I didn't try to. I was just like trying... Yeah, I tried to maintain my composure. And I, I did. I was actually like... You know what? Whatever. Doesn't surprise me. This fucking shit seems to happen now with the Ducks where a coach seems to be like going the right path and then he just hightails it to Florida. Another thing, I guess. I can't blame Mario Crispo for this because I just realized this as I was saying that. Florida's a fucking its own country. And and guess what? They don't give a shit about COVID. So Mario Crispo... Big ups to you. I'm actually, I, I'm jealous that I, w- I would do the same thing. Um, but yeah, since then, I mean, this is old news. This is going to be on the last episode, or this is supposed to be on the last week's episode. But since then, Oregon has found a new coach, and he seems like he's a likable dude. So we'll see what happens. Likable is nice, but winning's better. And for the NFL, ooh, there was a killer game on the other night. When I had my son on Thursday night, uh, I decided to take him over to my parents again, especially after that Sunday episode. Holy shit. Um, we, I told my dad, I was like, hey, you should watch Thursday Night Football. Like, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are playing. He's like, oh, okay, like, why not? I'll ch- we'll check it out. And my kid was occupied with one of my nieces. Like, my kid was so good that night. He was so good. So I got to watch the football game in peace <laughs> with my dad and shoot the shit with him. And, like, it, it was fun. But 
but the game was fucking spectacular. It was like a it was like a Super Bowl game. It was a very impressive game because it was against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And if you guys don't know, I mean that's that's a big deal. Like and Justin Herbert apparently was making history. Like most passing yards in his uh, rookie's first two years, most completions I think, most touchdown passes or I don't know. He he had like a ton of stuff on his resume. And I'm just super proud of him, man. Former duck, born and raised in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it's he's an impressive kid, and I I hope, I hope even if it's not with the Chargers, I hope the kid wins the Super Bowl. It'd be just amazing for a duck fan like myself, for duck fans and ducks alike, and all that shit, for somebody like of his caliber to somebody you didn't expect like him to just be like the next Tom Brady. Cause I mean, we were all expecting that of Marcus Mariota and now he, now Marcus Mariota is a second stringer for the Raiders, which sucks, but whatever. If next up, Justin Herbert. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. <clears throat> but actually after not after, but before I started recording this podcast, I was really keeping tabs on the Ravens-Green Bay game. And my Ravens, they fucked up. They should have just gone for the extra point at the end to go into overtime. But they tried to win the game, and I can't fault them for that. So they went for the two-point, lost. Fucking sucks. Next. <laughs> oh, boy. I cannot believe I've been rambling for 37 minutes. All right. Well, you guys know what that means. I'm going to take a quick break, go get a drink of water or something, and then I'm going to come back and we will do Angel's Corner. And I am back. Back to do Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos, my favorite dude in the entire world, helps me out with the show tremendously. Um... Thank you, Angel, for submitting questions, and actually, thank you, Angel, for reaching out, because, like, he does he does all the work for you guys. Even when he's not asking questions, he checked in on me, and so you guys didn't have to, and he was just making sure everything was all right, because I wasn't going to release the show. I left a little note on my socials saying that I wasn't going to be recording the podcast, even though he had submitted questions, like, the night before, and I felt bad. I was like, damn it, like, he went through all that hell just to submit those questions, and I'm not going to do the show now. Um, but no, he reached out, and thank you, thank you, Angel, for reaching out. I appreciate that. Um, but I am alive and well, and I'm not going to have a mental breakdown, I promise. But, you know... You never know with parenting. I think parenting, you do have mental breakdowns, even if, like, it's not like you banging your head on the wall or anything like that. You just have, like, little subtle mental breakdowns. <laughs> um, but Angel Banuelos, Banuelos uh, submitted quite a few questions last week, and I'm going to read them. Let's see here. Where are they? Holy shit. Oh, man, I forgot he submitted a ton. <laughs> so this is going to be a lengthy episode again, guys. So first things first, he sends me a 
thing, an article, I think, for Reno 911. I guess they are coming back. And he asked, did you ever watch Reno 911? Oh, oh my gosh, I, did, I just noticed this. The article he sends me, like, I guess either the, it's a movie or something, but it's called Reno 911, The Hunt for QAnon. Of course, these shows have to come back and make it political. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of, like, well, I mean, since Reno 911 is a Comedy Central show, um, and they're rebooting themselves, like, I, I don't know. Um, did anybody watch the new South Park? Not the post-COVID one, but the new one that's called The Return of COVID. That was a really funny episode, or special, whatever the hell they want to call it, on Paramount. It was really, really funny. I like the post-COVID one a little bit more, because it was just, there was a lot of subtle, uh, subtle things that you really had to pay attention to on that one. But the new one was really, really funny, too. I mean, those guys are straight-up geniuses. But that's not the question, Ernie. Stick to the topic. Um... Yes, I did watch Reno 911. Not religiously. Like, I'm sure I didn't... Like, I I probably watched, like, maybe half the show. Um, I, I was never... It was never a show that I had to religiously watch. But when I did watch it, I did laugh hysterically. Like, there was so many funny parts. Especially with, like, Nick Swartzen. Um, who plays a guy named Terry. And we always made fun of my friend Terry. And called him, like, Terry from Reno 911. Because <laughs> the way... Uh, Nick Swartzen would talk, he was very flamboyant, and talking about how he hated his dad, and there was one, it's funny that you actually asked this, because I posted a meme that involved Reno 911, they pasted, uh, Jesse Smollett's face on Terry, and he's sitting there crying, and the Reno 911 police crew are, like, approaching him, like, what's wrong, Terry, and... <laughs> Terry's, like, crying, he's like, I was murdered! <laughs> and they're like, uh, you weren't murdered, you're alive and well, and you're intact, and all that stuff. And it was just funny seeing Jesse Smollett's face on, on him. Uh, but yeah, um, I did watch Reno 911, and it was a really, really funny show. Uh, what did you like about it, and are you excited about the new Reno 911 movie on Paramount Plus? Ooh, it's gonna be on Paramount Plus. All right, fuck yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, I actually did watch the other Reno 911 movie. That's I think it's on Hulu. I watched it a couple months ago, and I was like, it was funny. Well, I think the funniest part in the entire movie is when The Rock makes his cameo. And, of course, The Rock being The Rock, he thinks he's like the straight-up badass, and he's going to go, like, I don't, I don't remember if he's like going to solve the mystery of some sort of, like, for some reason, these people are in a quarantine, and The Rock makes his appearance, <laughs> I don't remember why he goes into this one room, but the room ends up exploding, and he dies, and it was hilarious, uh, super, super, it was a funny movie, but that part alone just made the movie, um, all right, and he sends me another article, PB and J and C? And Foodie divides the internet with his recipe for peanut butter and jelly grilled cheese sandwich. What the fuck, dude? This had to have been in Portland. <laughs> okay, that was a Gordon Ramsay joke. 
when he made fun of the sushi donut. Um, no, I would not put, I don't know, not with jelly. Like, peanut butter and cheese, maybe that could be good because they're both, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like, that's a fucking weird combination. You don't put jelly with cheese, though, come on. Ugh, disgusting angel. Why would you send me that? That is that is blasphemy to food. Alright, and I think let's see here. He just decided to send me a shit ton of would you rathers. A shit ton. Alright. Would you rather have your name tattooed on your forehead forehead or have no front teeth? Eesh. Now, can I get a partial if I have no front teeth? Or do I have to completely leave the gaps? Uh, you're making me want to make a joke right now, but I'm not gonna because my ex-wife would probably kill me if she ever ended up hearing this. But she's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> um, never mind. I'm not. I, you guys, you those of you who know know what I was thinking. Um. <sighs> I'd probably rather. Probably rather have no front teeth. There's no way I like people that put names on any part of their body, on any part, forehead, back. Like, I would never put my son's name on me. I would never put a girlfriend's name on me. I think that's very tacky. I don't know. I wouldn't put my name on me. <laughs> it's, it's extremely tacky. Uh,. Yeah, I would just go with the no front teeth. Gosh, disgusting. All right. Oh, would you rather let a crusty old man drink milk out of your belly button every day for a year? Oh, God. Or drink out of a crusty old man's belly button every day for a month? Oh, God. Dude, you're going to make the fucking listeners puke. And just have to envision this. Um, there's no way in hell I could do it that for a month. I would, I would honestly just have to go with letting him drink milk out of my belly button <laughs> for a whole fucking year. Oh god, that is disgusting. That's some fear factor shit. Um. Oh. Dude, moving on. Would you rather fight a kangaroo or a badger? I would rather fight a kangaroo because I think it would be a lot of fun. A badger, I'm still trying to, like, I should have looked this up. and I, You know what, I'm going to Google this real quick. Because I'm going to sound really stupid to you guys, but I'm trying to think of what a badger even looks like. <laughs> Is it like the honey badger? Uh that's doable. I mean, with a badger, I could just kick him. Oh my gosh! There's even a fucking picture of Trump with Trump beside a badger. Not not Trump really beside a badger. It's like they're comparing the two. Of course, people always have to blame Trump for everything, <clears throat> or think he looks like a badger or some shit. Um. I think it'll be a lot more fun to fight a kangaroo because I don't know if you guys have ever seen this video. It's it's a hilarious video. I think it's funny. 
but these guys are riding in a jeep and they they, they spot a kangaroo but the kangaroo's got a hold of one of their dogs like in a sleeper hold and the dog's even trying to escape but the kangaroo has got his grip around the dog and you you, you feel bad for the dog you're like oh man that that poor dog but the owner just comes running up to the kangaroo puts his fists up and punches the kangaroo <laughs> like right in the face and the kangaroo doesn't know what to do he's just kind of like what the fuck he lets go of the dog and then just hightails it like okay i'm not gonna fuck with this guy this guy just literally i I see stars right now because this guy just knocked me out and it's a really funny video you should youtube it if you can because it is definitely on there all right uh angel oh my gosh i have to do more scrolling because i just lost track uh kangaroo kangaroo can- there you are uh would you rather be stuck in a foam box with 10 snakes or 10 tarantulas oh god that is that is some fear factor shit um good lord i hate both with a passion i think i would be able to survive 10 tarantulas more are they fangless though because like one time I was holding a pet uh, a pet tarantula back in high school. And I remember my friend saying, like, yeah, it's fangless. It won't bite you. And it, it didn't bite me, but it was just like, ugh. The, th- the fucking thing crawling on me just gave me the heebie-jeebies, man. Ugh, fuck that. Ugh. Would you rather have an incredibly annoying high-pitched voice or a really deep manly voice? Is my voice not manly enough for you ladies out there? I feel like I have a high-pitched voice, too, though. Um, I used to have a really high-pitched laugh. That was really fucking annoying. Uh, <laughs> I would, of course, rather have a deep, manly voice. Because, um, <laughs> good lord, like, can you imagine a big... Well, you could imagine this. A big, beefy dude with a high-pitched voice. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Uh... Yeah, definitely a manly voice. Would you rather give up your phone or only wear Crocs for the rest of your life? Oh, God. Uh, I can never... I've never even tried on a Croc. The look itself is so fucking ridiculous. But I remember Alicia and... I think she would tell me, like, they're really, really comfortable. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm like, uh, I have class and I have style. <laughs> uh, no, I could not wear Crocs for the rest of my life. So that means I would have to give up my phone. And, I mean, it needs to be done, guys. I, I feel like the way the technocracy is going, I feel like it needs to be done. It, I feel like it's going to happen. Either something big is going to happen to where, like, phones are going to be useless again. Or they're just... We're, we're going to have to communicate face-to-face and go back to the Stone Age. I don't know. It's... it's, you know, it's the way that technology is going at a rapid pace, it's scary to think. Like, what would we, what would we do if we had to give up our phones when like half the world complete like commit suicide i feel like half the world would not me but 
it's like the the phone is such a it's is a lifeline for so many people now it's it's ridiculous um would you rather clog the toilet on a first date or on the first day of it at a new job uh definitely at the first day at a new job because that you can blame on other people you don't have no like what i would do is if i knew that the toilet was clogged i would just walk out it's not like they're gonna do dna tests on the toilet um yeah but at the first date more than likely some i mean in my case first dates always happen at a house either my house or the other person's house and i'm not gonna at first off, I would never take a shit at anybody else's house. And I'm de- like, if I have somebody new at my house, I'm definitely not going to take a shit in my t- in my house. <laughs> like, especially if somebody I'm trying to impress. Oh gosh, and yeah, that means I would just be, ugh. yeah, definitely a new job. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. Would you rather have to be naked at work for an hour or be dropped off two miles from your house while you're naked and you have to try and get home? Uh, no. Well, if I was naked at work for an hour, I, I would I would get fired. So, and then I'd have to walk home or drive home naked and that would all be done in an hour. Um, so yeah, I dropped off two miles from my house while I'm naked and I have to try and get home because, yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh. So there'd be so many people laughing. All the ladies would just be pointing and making that little small gesture. Gesture. Uh, would you rather lose five years of your life or a skill you value deeply? Five years off my life easily. Because, I mean, I don't know if I have any particular set of skills. I mean, I think there was there's one skill I will give myself a little bit of credit on and the fact that I can learn at least basic notes of a song by ear. Like, the other day I was playing piano and, like, within... I was remembering this piano riff that, I, that I've heard in a metal song. And... I figured it out in like five seconds and it's like, Oh, it's all over the keyboard. It's over like a good, like 18 inches of the keyboard. And I figured it out. I was just like listening. I was playing those notes in my head and I was like, Oh, okay. It's over here. Ding, 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 ding. I was pretty impressed. I was like, damn, like, okay, that is a pretty good skill that I can figure this shit out. So yeah, five years off my life. Would you rather put a stop to war or end world hunger? Well, since I can't do either, I think I, I do think war is wrong, but sometimes I think it's necessary. Sometimes. <clears throat> Back in the early 2000s, when I was on George W. Bush's side, uh, it made sense then it does. It does. It does not make sense now. I was like, "The fuck, what were we doing over there in the first place?" Like, uh, 
it made no sense, but, uh, but like World War Two needed to happen, World War One needed to happen, all those world wars needed to happen, the Civil War needed to happen, um, because without it, who knows where we'd be, would we still be, I feel like, well, I feel like we're regressing anyway as a society, because, like, I actually just saw this the other day, and it's just, like, they were comparing meme, like, it was a meme, but it was comparing, like, the 1950s uh, to, like, a, it was, like, a school sign that said the Negroes over here, blah, 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 and then the, sh- fast forward to, like, around today, and there's a sign at a school that says colored family playground night. Like, wow, it's, we are regressing It's Like, how is that progress, people? You guys are so fucking tone, like, you guys are so retarded and tone deaf and I don't know, just, it, it made me so mad, but, but without the Civil War, like, would, would black people still be like third class citizens? I don't know. So... I'd probably put an end to world hunger. Because even though I don't like war, I I do believe it is necessary sometimes. Uh, Alright. Would you rather meet your soulmate only for a moment or never meet them at all? I feel like if it's only for a moment, what's the point? Um, Because, you know, I don't know. I'd probably just never meet him at all. If it's especially if it's only for a moment and you don't have like any sort of feelings to get that soulmate. That would suck, man. All right. Would you rather spend a week with no soap or no toothbrush? Ooh. Ooh, that is tough. Probably no soap because I think I can at least mask my BO at that point with like cologne and deodorant and all that stuff because bad breath or just that yucky feeling when you don't brush your teeth for like a day you just feel all the plaque in your gums and your teeth and shit and it's just it's disgusting and I, i have to brush my teeth would you rather live twice as long or win the lottery win the lottery easily i no like I think life at 35 right now is exhausting. And I see people in their 70s and 80s. I'm like, damn, like I still have that much longer to go. Like if I, if I even make it to that, that time. But no, it's just like if I had to live double like to like 150, that'd be fucking awful. So, yes, win the lottery. No joke. Like, absolutely. Yeah, hands down. Win the lottery. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Ooh. I feel like space would be more fun. The ocean would be more scary because you have sharks and you have other creatures. Like, Joe Rogan just posted a fish that lives like 5,000 meters at the bottom of the sea, pretty much. And it looks like a fucking robot. It it was like a disgusting looking fish, and apparently it can eat stuff like fish that are like 
two or three times its size. It was gnarly looking. It's like it, yeah, looked disgusting. So yeah, I'd probably just go explore space. I don't think there's. I don't know if there's aliens. I don't think there are. Uh, I just think I'd have a better chance of surviving space than I would the ocean. Would you rather shop online or in person? That's a pretty basic one. Would uh, definitely online. I'm I'm an online shopper. I don't like going to stores. I don't like lo- just looking. I don't understand how people can just go look at this stuff. Um, <clears throat> I'm just a guy that knows what he wants and just gets it. Like, if I have the money to get it, I'm gonna just get it. And then, like, if I have to go to Best Buy to pick up, I'm like curbside pickup. Even if it's just a DVD, I just did that actually the other day. I bought the ba- Bad Santa the blu-ray because i had like a five dollar rewards and i was like fuck it just use this and i bought bad santa for like a buck (laughs) and i was like yeah i'll do the curbside pickup i don't want to go inside fuck that uh you could tell the girl was like annoyed like bringing out a dvd and not a tv (laughs) um would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? I've been stuck on an elevator before. It's not that terrifying. But then again, you know, I haven't been I haven't been stuck in an elevator where it's just like an intense like stuck. It's like, oh, okay, we'll get you out in a couple minutes. Or like I was stuck in there for like 10, 15 minutes at one point. One time I was actually with a patient doing transport, and we were stuck in an elevator for like 10, 15 minutes, and she was just laughing. <laughs> and I was just like, this is hilarious. Like if I were a patient, I'd be like, man, I'm going to die at the hospital, but not the normal way. Like, I'm going to die in a fucking elevator. <laughs> she was just, like, she was making me laugh. And so, yeah, broken elevator. Ski lift, you have to bundle up and keep warm and all that shit. Would you rather have the eyes the size of a baseball or the size of a pea? Oof. Oh, that that'd be trippy looking, man. Probably the size of so the size of a baseball. Uh, that would be very interesting to see. I think we'd be like the human, the the live version of a South Park, of of a South Park character if we had the size of baseball eyes. Uh, that'd be so fucking weird. Would you rather always have? Have to ride a unicycle to get to work or school, or always have to use a pogo stick to get to work or school? Well, it'd be pretty impressive either way. Pogo stick, I think, would be more uh, exhausting, I think. Unless, of course, you're going up uphill with a unicycle. That'd be fucking awful. Um, you know what? I'm just going to pick unicycle. That seems easier... Uh, a lot of talent to just balance that shit, but whatever. Uh, would you rather want to live in a world full of Scientologists or live in a full a world full of flat earthers? Ooh, Scientologists would be painful. Flat earthers would be just as bad, but I think that they would be more tolerable. They'd probably actually get me to believe them. Uh, Scientology, there's no saving that religion. I don't even know that's. I don't know why that's called a religion. It's complete bullshit. 
Um, anytime I watch the South Park episode about Scientology, I just laugh even more. I'm like, I can't believe people believe this stuff. But people believe what they want. I'm not going to shame them for it. Except if you're Tom Cruise or John Travolta. Uh, I'm going to shame you for it. Or I'm not going to shame you for it. <coughs> All right. Would you rather be allergic to babies or be allergic to elderly people? Be allergic to elderly people. Easily. Babies are too cute. Well, some babies are very, very cute. Some babies, I'm just like, ooh. Uh, They look like aliens sometimes. Um, Yeah, easily elderly people. I've been enough elderly people in my life. It's like, it gets old. (laughs) Pun intended. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so that was a total fucking dad joke. Horrible. Alright, so we got a few more few more would you rather's. Would you rather lock eyes with a stranger through a bathroom stall or accidentally walk in on your boss on the toilet? Um, if you're locking eyes with a stranger through a bathroom stall, something's going down. Like where are they looking through? Are they looking through a glory hole? Um, no, I would rather accidentally walk in on my boss on the toilet because I've walked in on people on the toilet. <laughs> I I will say I've walked in on somebody I know that I've talked about on the podcast. And that was a very funny incident. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about who, where, why, but the reaction was hilarious. My reaction was hilarious. Their reaction was hilarious. And, yeah. But, yeah. Accidentally walking in on your boss on the toilet. That's easy. Just like, oh, sorry. Uh, knock, lock the door next time. Alright. Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button in your life? Oof. That is a good one. That is a really good one. Probably a rewind. Just a C different outcomes like if you were to play and like play something through you got to the outcome and it wasn't to your desire you're like okay well now i'm gonna rewind it so yeah that'd be like a real lifetime like a life version of click that movie um but yeah i would i would do the rewind not the pause maybe no 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 because i don't get in fights ever the only reason i would need a pause button was to like a to duck a punch or something. Uh, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great-great-grandchildren? Oof. My ancestors, I think it'd be hard because they probably all spoke Spanish and not a lick of English. So, ugh, I probably would have to go with the great-great-grandchildren. They would... I'd probably be pissed off either way. Because if I went back and met my ancestors, I wouldn't understand what they're talking about. And if I met my great-great-grandchildren, I'd be pissed off because damn kids these days, right? Um, You know, disrespectful little assholes and were boomers. And I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass now. All right. So Angel sends me this now. Okay, so I will end with this. So my wife asked me, what name did God give the first woman? 
it's not Eve. So I looked it up and saw other questions that caught my eye and was interested. So I sent these questions to my cousin, who is a pastor, and he and gave me this response. Um, well, I think, well, he Googled. This is a Google thing, I think. Oop. What name did God give the first uh, woman? The old wisdom that men and women are molded from the same clay must have inspired the story about Adam's first wife, created by God. But uh, created by God from the same dust as Adam. Her name her name was not Eve, but Lilith. <clears throat> That's weird. I don't I don't believe that. I still believe in the, the Adam and Eve story. But then he sends me another photo. Where, where in the Bible does it say Lilith was Adam's first wife? And then the answer, she is mentioned in Babylonian Talmud. All these blah, blah, blahs. All, I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, in the, the book of Adam and Eve, as Adam's first wife, and in the Zohar Leviticus 19a, as a hot, fiery female who first cohabited with a man... With man. So that's where it says Lilith? Well, that's confusing. I'm so confused. Does God have a wife? God had a wife, Asherah, whom the book of Kings suggests was worshipped alongside Yahweh in his temple in Israel, according to an Oxford scholar. God had a wife, Asherah whom the book of King suggests was worship. Wait, did I just... Oh, that was... Why? What the fuck? <laughs> no joke. That was, that same sentence is said twice. <clears throat> is it trying to get me to believe it? Okay, so I say him these questions. There are legends that Adam had a wife before Eve who was named to Lilith, but this is not found in the Bible. The legends vary significantly, but they all essentially agree that Lilith left Adam because she did not want to submit to him. According to the legends, well, you gotta get those ladies to submit to you. <laughs> um, according to the, to the legends, Lilith was an evil, wicked woman who committed adultery with Satan and produced a race of evil creatures. None of this is true. There is no biblical basis whatsoever for these concepts. There is no one in the Bible named Lilith. <coughs> I, I th oh, Oh, wait a minute. Is this his response? Okay. The passage from the passage most often pointed to as evidence for Lilith is in Isaiah 34, 14, which is NRSV reads, There too Lilith shall respond, repose. Um, this is a poor translation. Every other major translation of the Bible reads something to the effect of night creature or screech owl. Even if demon monster, even if demon monster named Lilith was the proper translation of the Hebrew word, Adam is nowhere even hinted at this, at in this passage or in its or its context. Whatever the Lilith was, it is not given any connection whatsoever to Adam or creation. Another commonly used support for Lilith is the differing creation accounts in Genesis chapters 1 and 2. Some claim that the woman in Genesis 1 was Lilith, uh, with the woman in Genesis 2 being Eve. This is completely ludicrous. Rather, Genesis chapter 2 is a closer look at the creation of Adam and Eve, as recorded in Genesis chapter 1. The Bible specifically says that Adam and Eve were the first human beings ever created. 
Genesis 1, 26 through 28, 2, 18 to 25. This Lilith myth is a popular is popular in some radical feminists. I believe I fucking believe that. Hope this helps clear clear it up for you. Be careful because the name Lilith has ties to demonic things. From from what I was reading on what you sent me. <laughs> okay, so that was his response. That was your uh, cousin's response. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking believe. I mean, I believe. I actually have dug into the Bible. I've read, you know, a few, quite a few chapters in Genesis. I've never heard anything about this Lilith character. Um, but that being said, I will keep a lookout for any women named Lilith, and you know, then I will what stab them in the heart with a stake. I don't know. Um, but or what are they like succubuses or something? Uh, that would be believable. That actually kind of makes sense, though, because isn't that isn't that the girl's name on Saving Silverman? And she's like a total bitch. <laughs> you gotta check out that movie. It's a fucking hilarious movie. Um, that is crazy, though. That that's the thing about the Bible, guys. Like, it's hard to like. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a skeptic in any way, but there are just so many questions. Even after you read some things in the Bible, you're just like, how? how like some things don't make sense some things do make sense and it's just like it's not me ever doubting god or anything like that but i i have like a ton of questions and i was i was eventually gonna meet up with the pastor but i think i've just kind of given up with that whole thing but we'll see you know time will only tell um but that is angel's corner thank you angel banuelos banuelos um, love your questions, man. That was a shit ton of would you rather's. That was so many would you rather's. Um, but I always have fun answering them, man. And I can't wait to. I, th- I think you said you were gonna get more. You were gonna get back to me on this stuff that you sent me at the end. And I, I can't wait to read more into it because it is interesting, very interesting stuff to to read about. Even if even if it bores some people, it's the Bible. Sometimes the Bible is boring to people, and I understand that. Um, and I will never ever shame people for believing that because you know we all have lives to live. But you know, we just people like me like to believe in something outside of our own lives. Um, but thank you again, Angel. Love your questions. I can't wait to to dig more deeper into this and. I'm going to get out of here. I cannot believe it's going to be Christmas next week, and the next episode is going to be about my post-Christmas. It's going to be like a post-Christmas celebration. I'm going to be just so thrilled that the fact that the holiday season is over, because it's, like I talked about a couple weeks ago, it's depressing for me. It's I mean, it was. We'll see. I don't know. It might not be so much depressing anymore. But it, might, it, it, ugh, it might not be so depressing anymore. Because, you know, I got a little bit of a raise. It's nice. So, but I will get out of here. I'm going to talk to you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. Hope you have a good week. Hope you have a good work week. Have a good weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the Still Waiting Podcast. Please do not forget to go like, share, and subscribe to the show. And go review it. Let me know how I'm doing. It means 
nothing to you, but means everything in the world to me. Um, but thank you guys. Take care.